0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host and this is an emergency podcast.
1: Woo, woo,
0: woo, woo. It's a super friend show and we're going to talk about Ryan Tannehill signing a new contract with the Tennessee Titans, locking him down and shaking up the NFL. Uh, this is Sunday, March 15th. We're going to publish the podcast this afternoon because Devo's a tireless worker and, uh, you know who doesn't mind jumping on at any at a moment's notice without having to wait one second to do their jobs? Guys like John Breach. Hi, John.
2: Princeton. I'm quarantined in my basement. I have nothing else to do. Uh, I would I would podcast 24 hours a day at this point just to pass the time. And I know that Sean would. I know Ryan would not because he'd probably rather be drinking shock tops.
1: Sure. I, I won't. I won't
0: disagree with that. That's where you
1: dive in, Ryan.
0: God, you're <laughs> bad at this. <laughs>
1: You know what we say it every <laughs> every time we explain to you, don't just start the podcast. Don't ask well, us how we're doing. You well, know how
3: Breach Breach teed you up right there.
1: Brinson yells at me regularly for going on for more than five seconds in the intro. Breach. Breach, yeah,
3: but did you see what Breach did? It was like ten seconds, and Is then it, he left it, like, it hanging for one of us specifically, and you left it hanging. So then I had to step in awkwardly.
1: By Bre- the way, worth worth noting: number one, he was being very mean to me with the shock top reference. Number two. In Breach's defense, he mailed me the Super Bowl program.
3: See, that would have been a good thing for you to say right after he said your name. Oh, shut up, up,
0: Sean. You could have immediately followed with Breach. I'd be mad about, you. I'd be mad at you except you mailed me the program so I can't be angry. And then be like, Sean, what have you
2: mailed me? Where's my Notre Dame t-shirt? And then Sean would have jumped in. It's not that hard to do it. Uh, and can I say this, that, that was the only time I left my basement quarantine was to go to the post <gasps> office and mail this for Ryan, and while I was there, there was like a 70-year-old dude who was just coughing up a lung. And I have – Ryan, if I get sick, I'm holding you personally responsible because that is the only person I have been around uh, for the past 72 hours was yeah. this Even dude better, who, who just kept coughing.
1: I have not opened the magazine yet, so if you haven't <laughs> – <you see.
0: laughs> he's, not, he's not opening it. He's definitely not opening
1: it. Thanks for the heads
2: up. <laughs> you just need to disinfect it. Get some uh, Purell on that.
0: <laughs> Ryan's gonna take it to the I I was thinking about this the other day, and not to belabor the you know, not to not to hold off on not diving into Hill, but um <laughs> are, does it the mail might be more concerning than anything.
2: Yeah. No. I mean I agree with that. So my wife and I were actually just talking about that. We didn't get any mail on Thursday or Friday, which is why I didn't just put the thing in the mailbox. Cause I wasn't, I was like, is our mailman even coming anymore? I can't blame him if he's not, if he's not, I don't want to deliver the mail. Uh, and I respect everyone that does it cause it's very noble based on what's going on right now. But yeah, Brinton, I absolutely agree with that. I think it's, uh, I, I'd be Brinson's, a little iffy. Like you're, you're going around and touching everybody's mailbox. And the everybody's touching their mailbox and you're coming back later.
3: It, it's, oh, it's kind of crazy. So, so let's get this right. Princeton. Afraid to touch the mail, but will go out to a bar on Friday night.
0: <laughs> I didn't do Friday afternoon.
1: Friday afternoon. <laughs> oh, then, but in that case.
3: Yeah, I, because the virus can't spread in the afternoon. It's only when the sun goes down. It's like vampires.
1: Quick follow up to, uh, to Breach's story about the mail. Uh, Breach expects some things from, from me and the family in the next few days in the mail.
3: <laughs> He's sending, don't open it, Breach. It's a
2: trap. <laughs> that was
1: that was awful. Threatening. I, <laughs> I, I was. Uh, it's
2: it's the cure for coronavirus because he feels bad for sending me to the post yeah. office to get it.
1: No, I did mail. I did, I did mail breach some baby stuff. So um, all right. So let's get to Ryan Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh, uh, this isn't.
3: A, this isn't an emergency Corona
0: podcast. No. Oh. Every. I I will say though. I think that. Um. I think that we've done a really good job of being. On top of the Corona thing in terms of like this podcast mentioned it in context pretty early on about how it affects stuff. And uh, we have a you know, it's going to look. We have outcomes of the CBA. The new CBA has been signed. That was uh, ratified on Saturday night and leaked out on Sunday morning. I, I have a podcast with Joel Corey that you can check out in the feed where we break that all down. If it's not up yet, it's coming soon. We're recording that, that after this. Uh, and then on Monday morning, we'll have a Mock Draft Monday podcast. But Ryan Tannehill uh, signed, I believe, $118 million contract for four years. Breach, did you leave your house to find out if people were partying in the streets of Nashville when they heard that Ryan Tannehill is coming back with the Titans?
2: Well, it's completely possible because Saturday night, everybody was partying. And I will have everyone know that the mayor of Nashville has closed down Broadway. Uh, you cannot go there. So if you have a bachelorette or bachelor party plan there, it's not happening. All the bars are closed as of Sunday afternoon. As for Tannehill, uh, if I'm a Titans fan, I'm celebrating this. I thought this was a really good de- deal. It's four years, $118 million. You can't kick a guy to the curb who just led you to the AFC title game and not for a 43-year-old Tom Brady. I know that's the name we heard tossed around the most. And I know that Derrick Henry was 80% of that offense, but you know what? We saw what Derrick Henry did with Marcus Mariota at quarterback and it was nothing. You do need a functional quarterback who is somewhat talented running that offense to make Derrick Henry work. And that's what Tannehill did. Now is his pace, how good he was? Is that sustainable going forward? I don't think we know the answer to that. If he can be as good in 2020 as he was in 2019. But, you know, the Titans kind of hedge their bet here. If you look at this contract, it's basically two years, $62 million, and then they can get out of it because the year three money doesn't become guaranteed until the fifth day of the league year. So you're basically taking a two-year risk on Ryan Tannehill, which I think makes absolute sense. Uh, he's 32 years old, just led you to the AFC title game, so I like this deal a lot. So I agree with everything Breach
3: said. The one thing I would, you know – Pick nits over is I think I don't think you can say Derek Henry was worth 80% of that offense. As Breach said, it didn't really translate to wins with Marcus Mariota. It required a, a good quarterback for that to work, but everything he said is true. Like I, like I think it's important to highlight the numbers. in in, for two parts one it shows how good Tannehill actually was and how responsible he was for that Titans offense and two as Breach said I don't think it's entirely sustainable because if Tannehill were to keep playing like this he would be like a top five quarterback for the rest of his career and I don't think that's possible so he was first in yards per attempt adjusted yards per attempt passer rating and completion percentage above expectation third in completion percentage overall What is really key here is that the two players ranked above him in completion percentage are Drew Brees and Derek Carr. But those two guys are averaging 6.7 air yards per attempt or 6.3 air yards per attempt, which just means they're throwing it really close to the line of scrimmage. There's a lot of quick passes. Tannehill averaged 9.6 air yards per completion, which I think was sixth or sorry, third over on the league, and he still was third in completion percentage. So he was throwing it deep. He was throwing it into tight windows, and he was completing a high percentage of his passes. I think that's incredible, and I think that he warrants a new deal. He earned it, but I don't think you can expect him to maintain that rate moving forward. That said, I like this deal because even if they're getting 75%, 80% of what Tannehill was last year, I still think that is good enough for this Titans team um, with all their other pieces.
1: Uh, two things. The new CBA means they can't franchise tag and transition tag two players. So this is great news because they're not going to trans. Uh, uh, they're not going to give Derrick Henry a long-term deal. Maybe they franchise tag him, which I think is not great. But either way, part two. Ryan Tannehill now makes twenty twenty-nine and a half million dollars on average per year. That's seventh, and that puts him ahead of Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr. And I think we could probably all agree, except for maybe Stafford. That makes sense in terms of that, and he's right behind. Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Jerry Goff, Ben Roethlisberger, and and uh, Russell Wilson. One name does not belong there, and that's Jared Goff. Um, again, sort of pointing to the Rams, weird way of, of putting together rosters. But Ryan Tannehill deserves the deal he got. And I think – I'm actually curious what this means. And I saw someone tweet this, and we talked about this last week. Um, what does this mean? Is Teddy Bridgewater getting more or less than Ryan Tannehill? Because I feel like he's getting a lot less.
0: Less? Way Less? If, if, if Ryan Tannehill got $29.5 million per, per year, then Teddy Bridgewater is probably getting $25 million
1: per year max. This
2: is what we said last week. Well, I think yeah. the more interesting question is Jameis Winston getting
1: more or less than Ryan Tannehill. He's getting – I feel like the franchise is 28. I feel like he's getting in this neighborhood.
0: That's probably right. I do, I do think – look, if you're Ryan Tannehill, so in, in my mind, I think a little bit of what happens here is – Look Ryan mentioned Ryan Wilson mentioned the transition of franchise tags. I think that this was a deal that was probably in. I mean, obviously in. Like they didn't they didn't wake up on Sunday morning and be like, hey, let's do a deal. <laughs> I think the Titans had probably talked to Ryan Tannehill's agent and said, look, you know, we can work out a deal. And we can get something done, but we need to know what the CBA rules are because if we can't, you know, if we have two tags, we're probably going to use one on, you know, we're going to use one on him and one on Derrick Henry. If we only have one, we would love to get a deal done with Ryan and get an then franchise tag Derrick Henry. So as soon as they knew the rules, I mean, this deal was out by noon, right? Like it was, it was the it was morning Eastern time on Sunday, March fifteenth, when this deal broke and when news of the deal broke, which means that the Titans had basically said, okay, now that we have one, you know, we know we have one tag, we want to keep what we had in place so what what do you need for us to work on it like let's bridge the gap on whatever discussion we had before because if you're ryan Tannehill, you got drafted ninth overall by the dolphins you signed a hundred million dollar deal 96 million dollar deal that was sort of fluffy and all that but you signed a long-term deal with the dolphins and you you weren't happy there you weren't very good you had some decent times which tore your acl and then you go and have that the season that he had in tennessee he just fit with that team and i think there was for him like you know he's just willing to take twenty nine and a half million dollars rather than trying to break the bank and go somewhere else.
2: And the other part I'll add to that, Brinson, because you mentioned the franchise tag is that based. On, you know the CBA just got done. The QB non-exclusive franchise tag this year is going to be twenty six point eight million. Uh, a second franchise tag is twenty percent on top of that. That would have been thirty two point one million. So you're looking at two years, basically fifty nine million dollars. Uh, if you get franchise tagged twice, if the Titans had done that to Tannehill, this deal pays them three million more than that. So it kind of feels like these two sides just said, let's look at it as he's being franchised two years, throw a little sweetener in the pot because he just led to the AFC title game and that's what we're going to do. And both sides are happy. So it, you know, and again, they can get out of this after two years. So they're not wasting a lot of money. The one thing I will say is I think this throws a wrench in what Tom Brady might get because I don't think there's any way Tom Brady's taking less than Ryan Tannehill, you know, so. You're, looking, you're, you're now going to have to pay Brady 32, 33, 34 million when maybe he, maybe he was thinking about 27, 20, Maybe he could get him under 30. I don't think that's possible now.
1: Why would he take less than 30 when he's been underpaid? He's 43 or, years
2: old. That's his. I think 40. that's a starter.
0: I, I think the important thing is that you shifted the discussion to Tom Brady before I was ready for you to do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just kidding. What, uh, alright, so if you're the, if you're the
1: hey, Titans. Can I ask one thing about Ryan Tannehill real quickly? Real we're quick going to do more Tannehill talk. We're going to pretend Breach didn't even say Brady yet. <laughs> As, uh, Pete Briscoe mentioned this on HQ with Jonathan Jones and our very own Will Brinson. He didn't like the deal because he thought they should have franchised Tag. I thought the deal was fine. I have no issue with the deal to 29 and a half. You can franchise him, yeah, but uh, I mean, then what? He cost you more next year and Breach sort of touched on the, the, the math that goes into that. Uh, is he going to have the same year in 2020 that he had in 2019? Probably not, but he clearly um, had a lot of success in Arthur Smith's system. Now, look, if he goes out there and plays terribly, then we can have a different conversation. But the, the deal for 29500000 million doesn't seem overreaching at all in my, my estimation.
2: Yeah, and uh, it, real quick, because, Sean, to your point real quick and Ryan's point, because you said if he's even close to it, and if he, if you hit him with the franchise tag, he plays close to what he did in 2019 – now you're back at square one and he's not giving you any discount if he plays a full season of good football. So now you're going to have to break the bank. You're paying him probably 37, 38, 39 if he had a phenomenal 2020 season. Uh, so I, I think it made sense for the Titans to do it now. Well,
0: so, uh, I was going to say too, the other thing I mentioned, the Dolphins contract he got. No, this matters. Like, He's already made a hundred million dollars. Like this guy is wealthy beyond belief. He doesn't need Sean to get an, like he, you know, he's getting another hundred million dollar contract, but he doesn't need to get forty million dollars a year and be the highest paid quarterback in football. He wants to be someplace where he's happy, can play well. Yes, Ryan. <laughs> kidding, yeah. he, kidding,
3: Ryan. No, no, no. He of all people, uh, understands fit matters. Like he was stuck with Adam Gase for a number of years and, mm-hmm. this, and the one year he leaves, he takes off. So Prisco also tweeted, like he thought Tannehill should have been tagged. And then they should have just let Derrick Henry walk if Derrick Henry is going to walk and just replace him with someone else. I would have been fine if they would have if they would have done that. However, I, my feeling is that if they would have tagged Tannehill, that probably means they would have given Derrick Henry a long-term expensive contract. So I prefer what they just did, which is give the quarterback the long-term expensive contract and then tag Derrick Henry and and make him be the one to prove it that he can do it again.
1: I, I, I would actually. Do we have any idea that they were going to give him a long-term contract to Derrick Henry? Because I feel like they weren't going to do that. They're not paying him 16 million a year. Here's what I would like him to do:
0: tag Jack Conklin. Yes. Let Derrick Henry test the market, see what he can get, and then be like, "Hey, look, man, we'll like if it's not something outrageous, then just beat it. If it's like a four, like because you look at again, breach pointed out with this Ryan Tannehill deal, you know they can get out. an easy out in three years. I mean, after three years, you're saving, you know, five million dollars in dead cap space. You can get out after two years. you I mean, you save twenty four million dollars in, in in cap room and it's a ten million dollar dead cap hit. That's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, with the cap going up ten million dollars a year, uh, and we know it's now gonna be one hundred ninety-eight million this year. So they can get out in two years. You're gonna structure Derrick Henry's deal something in the same realm. So why not tag Conklin? Because he's going to make way more than Henry on the open market. You tag Conklin, and then you bring back Henry and say, "Listen, man, the check check out the market. We want you here. This team can win. You can be part of something successful. We'll give you a deal that's commiserate with a top, you know, ten running back. But we just can't give you a, a, a deal that beats C. Kelly. And it's just too much. That was a bad deal. This Gurley deal is terrible. The David Johnson deal is terrible. The Le'Veon Bell deal is already terrible. All of these deals are terrible. Everybody wants out. So we're going to give you a decent deal." If, if you can't beat it in the open market and you try to bring it back, and if not, you just draft somebody. Um, so to me, there's still a
1: path to bring back those big three free agents is to have your team in place next year. By the way, 2012 until yesterday, according to Spot Track, Ryan Tannehill has earned $77.9 million. So you're to I'm, your point.
0: I, oh, yeah, actually, that's right. Cause they bought out the Dolphins bought out two of his, uh, by, by the way, when
1: you're saying about a 32 year old, eh, I thought you earned more than $78 million. You're, you're probably doing okay for being an average quarterback until, until 2020.
0: Uh, well, that just spiked, by the way, to, uh, $136 million because he has $64 right. million. Uh, Jeff Darlington was the full, first to report the full numbers. Uh, uh, it was, uh, let's see what, uh, $118 million total, $62 million full guarantee, and $91 million in total guarantee. We need, See, I wish they could have done something about that new CBA. Fix the full guarantee versus total guarantee. Make this simple for everybody. There's a, just an easier way to talk about these contracts. We're like, full guarantee, total guarantee. The only thing he's guaranteed $62 million. So he's made $140 million in his career. He'll live.
1: By the way, my latest three-round mock draft, which comes out Monday, I had the Titans taking Jonathan Taylor running back out of Wisconsin in the second round. Four-year deal, whatever the going rate. I mean, what's going to make two million dollars a year on average? Yeah, That would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah,
0: that's what you do. I, I, I will say that out of all the running backs in the last five years, who I, who Don't are, say
1: you, it. what? Don't say it. What are you going to say?
0: No, who I'd be worried like, like if if I was if I, you look at running backs, it's like. 300-plus carries, you're like, that dude's going to fall apart next year. It's like Derek Henry's like the one guy I feel like might not fall apart.
1: Okay, I thought you are going to go in the other direction. Say so I feel the most confident about him having to bounce back. A, a similar type season in 2020 is 2019. I'm with you. I think that he's a huge risk.
0: No, no, no. I think you – know,
3: <laughs> You did get it right, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said – no, I feel like he might just rush 310 times again next year. Oh, you do oh, yeah. No, I disagree with you then. Yeah. You, <laughs> I, I I didn't hear the end of your story. Yeah, well, no –
2: I don't know that Brinson is, it, I don't think that's crazy, Brinson, because one, uh, as much as we knocked Mike Malarkey for trying to do the thunder and lightning strategy while he was there and wasting Derrick Henry, that is to the Titans advantage now because he wasn't getting a lot of carries. You look at his first two seasons, he didn't, t- he had, he weighed 110 carries his rookie year. So, uh, yeah, Malarkey blew it by not using him. But now that's to the Titans advantage because he's going to be a little bit fresher. Uh, I think he can go 300 carries or but, more
1: next season he, and be good. So, and he got better as the year went on. What's the money you're talking about though? That's the end of the, that's the bottom line.
2: No, I'm, you, something Richard? like I give Tannehill. I, oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm locking him in for two year, a four year deal where he's locked in for two years because again, it is a running back. I don't know that he can give you three more years of 300 carries, but I'm pretty confident he can give you at least one, probably I'm, two. What? I'm How much? In? 12. 12 million per
1: a year. year. Waste yeah. of money.
0: He had 395 carries his senior season at Alabama, or his junior season at Alabama. 395!
1: In his defense, he's eight times taller than Mark, uh, than Mark Ingram. So That's, maybe he's built differently, but 12 million a year is crazy talk.
3: To Ryan's point, uh, and I, and I still like the Titans. And again, I like the Tannehill deal. There is a serious case of regression for this team coming up. We just talked about how Tannehill's probably not going to maintain that exact level of production that he did in 2019. To Ryan's point, yes, there is a chance, because of how good Derrick Henry was, that even if he's good, he's not going to be as good as he was in 2019. They went 7-3 and three with Tannehill as a starter. I believe they went 3-1 and one in one-score games, though, um, with Tannehill as a starter. I'm Again, I'm not... I think I think this team, I think their defense could get a lot better because there's a lot of good young pieces. So I think they could offset regression that way. But I think their two offensive pieces could decline a little bit. And I think that's reasonable. That's not like a hot take. They both had incredible seasons that could be their career peaks.
2: But the flip side of that is Marcus Mariota was his quarterback for the first six games where teams are putting 10 people in a box to shut him down. So maybe Derrick Henry doesn't regress because he has – a guy who can throw the ball for the entire season, not just, uh, nine or 10 games. or whatever. There was a game uh, with Mariota quarterback. He only had 28 yards rushing against the Broncos because the Broncos did not care about Marcus Mariota. They just said, we're not going to let Derrick Henry beat us. There was a game with Mariota where he only had 44 yards rushing. He couldn't do anything. So I actually think Derrick Henry could have an even better season next year because he's with Tannehill the entire season. And if Tannehill regresses a little bit, that's canceled out by the fact that Derrick Henry could potentially be better.
3: And, and to breach point, I think that adds another argument in favor of this wasn't just a Derrick Henry operation. At the end of last year, Ryan Tannehill deserves just as much credit for that push.
0: Plus, breach, breach breach failed to point out that right Ryan Tannehill actually came in against the Broncos and they still didn't score any points. But that's
1: uh, neither. No, I Are here. we just glossing yeah. over the fact that breach is going to pay Derrick Henry twelve million a year? We're okay with that. I mean, we um, all
0: don't have
3: to agree with it, but well, who for re- with it.
1: For the record, we do. I doing don't
3: it? agree with
1: it. If if
0: if if Derrick yeah. Henry has yeah. maintained his right pace. Over the course of Ryan Tannehill's starts last year, he would rush for 1,998 yards, 338 carries. If he does that next year, monster game. Do you agree with the 12 million a year or not?
1: If he does (laughs) that,
0: yeah, that's a steal.
1: By the way, uh, as you guys are talking, I live in New York, obviously. Adam Gase is trending on Twitter in New York. So I looked it up. People are angry about the Ryan Dantale deal. Uh, and uh, Jets fans, this Jet fan who uh, I searched on the little thing here at the Twitter machine, Toddy and the Jets tweeted out six minutes ago, there's a global pandemic and Gase is trending. We really don't get a break, folks, as Jets fans. So that's, that's, <laughs>
0: that's pretty
1: funny. You know what? We
0: get a break, though, and we're going to take it right now. When we come back, we'll tell you where Tom Brady's going now that he can't go to Nashville. So Tom Brady ruled out of Nashville. Can't go. Well, I guess he could. The Titans could still sign him. It'd be weird to sign Ryan Tannehill to, to a huge deal uh, and then come back and and also sign Tom Brady. So one would expect that will not happen. William Hill, our pals at Billy Hill, have released some odds where he will take his first regular season snap in 2020. Um, I'll let you guys tell me. Uh, what might be value and, and or where you think he's going to go. The Patriots minus 130. That didn't change. The Buccaneers are plus 150. That spiked way up after Tannehill signed. All teams not listed seven to one. So you get the field. Uh, and then Chargers eight to one. Raiders 15 to one. That actually dropped. It was eight to one prior. Chargers are the same. No snap. No snap for Tom Brady. So you can, I guess you're wagering on Corona or like,
1: I don't know what
2: you're wagering on. Uh, retirement, but uh, Corona's not crazy, Brenton. That's a little, uh,
1: cause by the way, I, let, let me put this out here, cause these two idiots, and by that I mean not Sean or Debo. Are convinced that if someone signs in free agency and gets corona, they're going to get their contracts rescinded, which is the dumbest thing I've heard in the last 40 years. Whoa,
2: whoa! That was in a private text conversation. Number one, <laughs> oh, he doesn't like being called out for his. Oh, whoa, well, no, no, because it's you're going to start a whole new conversation that I don't think. What I also, my main point of that was that if the NFL holds free agency this week and a guy goes and gets his physical and tests positive for Corona, that's going to be a horrible look for the league. That was my right. main overall – art. are you kidding me? It'll, it'll look even worse if the team then proceeds to cut him. <laughs> no, there's no cutting. You don't cut. You just rescind the contract. Hey, Th- That would still look no. equally bad. It's the same – They teams have done this before. You These say – hey, way worse stuff than that. No, yeah. You say, hey, look, we need you to come back in two weeks for a physical and make sure you're healthy because right now you're not. That's what they're going to say. I, I mean that's – you're not going to sign a guy who's not if – if a guy shows up with a broken leg and he, you didn't know he had a broken leg, you're not going to give him the contract. You rescind the offer. No. Uh, so I'm just – all I'm saying is that they would say, hey, let's do a physical again down the road, make sure you're healthy before we sign this contract.
1: I didn't know this. I, was- I did
2: not say anything about cutting, Ryan. You just made that up. Putting words in my mouth.
1: I said rescinded. You can, you can check the tape. I didn't know this was a private conversation. When you have your crazy takes, I'm not supposed to. Oh, no, uh, it was a separate podcast. I I didn't want to
2: start a 25 minute dialogue when Debo says we only have eight minutes
1: left. Here's, here's how you know it's a
0: private conversation.
1: It was on a text thread. (laughs) You said it though. Is that like insane? Was that an insane thing to repeat? You Uh, also said you're going to
2: send me a wedding present. I haven't seen that. Oh, your baby present tomorrow.
3: I, I have to. (laughs) Even though I sided with you in the private chat, Ryan, I do have to side with Brinson and Breach here. Slippery slope if we're going to start leaking the things we text about on the podcast. <laughs> is
0: this the first time we've talked about text threads on
1: the on the podcast?
0: No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a crazy thing to bring up. I, and I do think that, like, depending on the player we're talking about, a team, like, if you're talking about, like, a low-level player, I mean, a team is going to definitely – they're going to have the conversation. Yeah. About whether to rescind the
2: contract. And that and that was my point. It was like Tom Brady, that's if Tom Brady obviously we would talk about that forever if he tested positive for this when he was getting his physical. Tom Brady doesn't have to worry about this. This is the second wave of free agency where guys there's replacement guys all over the place. If somebody shows up for their physical and tests positive, I'm that is going to be an awkward situation for everyone. That's all.
1: What if they got the coronavirus by going to a bar on Friday night when they weren't <laughs> supposed to be there? That's Brinson's expertise. You
0: can, get it, you can get it any kind of way. Maybe, maybe you get it by going to a playground. Maybe you get it by being outside. Maybe somebody you didn't know, like maybe you went and took a, an Eagles Super Bowl program to your
2: neighbor. Or what if it's proven the player got it while flying to the team to get the physical? Like there's a lot of weird things that could happen that would put the NFL in an awkward position. That's or all maybe,
0: maybe, maybe the team finds out he has corona and instead like fails his physical
1: for a different reason. Well, that would be much more PR-wise, that would be a better idea. Well,
2: this, well, but it's still failing them for it. I mean, that's
1: uh, – Anyway, sorry to get
2: you guys off track. The,
0: the, great but... qu- the, greater, the greater question is if somebody tests positive for corona, does that qualify as a failed physical? Well, yeah.
3: and, well, here's the thing also is that <laughs> no. a, lot of, a lot of these free agents based yeah. on statistics probably – some of them have it, and they just don't know because they haven't been tested yet. Yes. So yeah. this is going to be a thing regardless if they push it back or do it now.
1: Here's here's what I said in the text thread because I'm not a uh, prank. Uh, oh, here, here we go. <laughs> here we go again. No, just me, not you guys. I said in the text thread, and you can check the receipts. That if you're going to be 99% chance that you're healthy in in two months, why would you why would you cut the guy or rescind the offer? That's my point. That's, I to that is an offer to make sure
2: he's healthy. You have him come in for another physical in a week. Go self quarantine. We'll do the physical again in two weeks. That's it. Like, I'm not saying he wouldn't play for the team. I'm saying there's a chance he wouldn't play for the Jeffrey team. Jeffrey Simmons is going to be healthy within
0: weeks or months. And the team, he fell to the end of the first round last year. And he was a top five talent. Everybody knew it. He tore his ACL. So? ACLs? A, I, I, I'm, I'm way supposed to be more talking confident. About Tom Brady. I am way more confident about somebody recovering from an ACL than I am from coronavirus. Because <laughs> one is known and one is not.
1: You are absolutely and utterly insane.
0: Have you ever recovered from coronavirus? <laughs> yes. No, you haven't. You have never had it. Have you ever recovered? Baby, you baby, baby, no. Maybe he did have it.
1: We Thank don't know.
0: You, Sean. Have you ever recovered from an ACL? Yes. He, he says so, so. you know you can come back from an ACL. You don't know if you can come back from oh, Crohn. You are crazy. By
1: the way, Tom Brady's going to the Patriots. Crazy.
2: All right, Ryan, let me ask you this. If a player flies, you're the general manager of the Vikings. A player flies to Minnesota. He catches coronavirus flying to Minnesota, either at the airport because you flew him in. Uh, what happens?
1: It's your okay. fault. If I liked the player and I was going to sign him anyway, I would sign him and not be worried about it. Oh, would, well, what because, if he sues if you, don't, he, what's that, he, you? What's that breach? What if what if he sues you? Well, how would he sue you? You didn't force him to get on the airplane. You're the team.
2: If he wants to sign his contract, he has to get on the airplane. Well, somebody, somebody sue Donald
0: for spilling hot coffee in their pants. You don't think he'll <laughs> sue you for getting Corona in a Minnesota airport? It, wait, wait, yeah. A second. If, if the
1: team throws Corona at his face, yes. If he gets it by traveling, they're not going to sue the team. By the way, Breach, I, I'm, if I like the player and I signed him and he still sues me, that's sort of weird. I, I was, I'm willing to sign him for the contract. <laughs> and, and, and for the record,
2: this is not because it was a private text. This is why I didn't want you to bring it up because I knew we would talk about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> Look at Diva's face. <laughs> <laughs> sort of He's never guy? been so disappointed in <laughs> that. He's <Right>? like, none <laughs> of you guys are medical experts. What is going on here?
0: Ryan says the Patriots, and that is obviously the, the obvious easy choice. Sean, I assume you are not going to change your mind now that Nashville is eliminated from contention for Tom Brady.
3: Yeah. Well, the thing I was going to say is I was surprised to see the odds actually didn't improve for the Patriots because this for me was a, a very obvious landing spot where I never thought he should leave. But if he did leave and he went to Indian or, um, went to Tennessee, I would at least understand that. Um, uh, now that's just one more viable team that's gone. So I still, I think it increases the chance he's, he goes
2: back to New England. Uh, we did a podcast on March 3rd. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had plus 1400 odds. I told people to make that bet and uh, right now they're plus 150. I still think that's the play. I think that is where he's going to end up. I listed all the reasons back then, but real quick, it is, you know, they have offensive weapons. They have salary cap space, $80 million. So if Brady wants, you know, an offensive lineman, wants a running back, whatever, they can go out and do it. Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay. Uh, hello, that's one thing Brady's never done is lead a team to a Super Bowl in their own stadium. No no team's ever done it. No team's ever done it. So that's I, I, like, that's one of those things. Hey, look, what do I have left to accomplish? Hey, Belichick can't do that because the Super Bowl's not being played in Foxborough. And I said this on HQ the other night. But the TB12 merchandise sells itself because TB is Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. You also said that on the podcast. So you really like that line, huh? Uh, I do. do. I'm going to use it again. (laughs) He's
0: like, I figured out the key. It's decoded. It's TB, Tom Brady. Can
3: I say the one team that doesn't make sense? Like I, I agree with Breach. I think Tampa Bay would make sense because of the NFC angle. Um, I think the Chargers would make sense for all the LA connections. And I think the Chargers just want to help sell tickets. I, I don't. The more we talk about, like, the Raiders to me just don't seem like, uh, it's gonna happen. I think that's like, I, I would be ready to rule that out.
0: Tom Brady'd be a good fit in that offensive. Yeah.
3: I so, just, why would he go to Mahomes' division for a crappy team? Like, if he's gonna go to the division, I feel like he's going to LA, cause there's other reasons to go to LA.
2: So if we're, if we're talking value, we probably agree the Chargers are the best value, since they're plus 800 here.
0: Yeah, plus 8 to 1. Um, by the way, yeah. the, the thing with the Buccaneers, the one thing that Breach didn't mention, I think, is a good selling point. Like Bruce Arians, you can see working with Tom Brady. Like you can see Bruce Arians sitting down and be like, "Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna make this offense work for you. We're gonna like I will, you know, I'll change what we do. Like we're gonna we're gonna get this thing going. You can put up some big stats. We can win a bunch of games in this offense. I will cater it to your skill set, et cetera. Like can't you? I mean." Can't you see Bruce Arians and Tom Brady getting along when they sit down and start talking? The only
1: thing I would say about that is that Bruce Arians used to love to call these seven-step drops and used to get uh, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, and Ben Roethlisberger absolutely destroyed. I don't know if that's going to work for Tom Brady after two or three dropbacks. No, but he's going to change his offense for Tom Brady. That's
2: right. Brent's point is that he just won't do that.
1: He he didn't change it for the other guys. That's my point. Uh,
2: One other thing we talked about was the Chargers needing to sell tickets. Uh, The Buccaneers might be able to throw a lot of money on them. give a blank check. They had the second lowest attendance in the NFL last year, so they would probably love to sell some tickets also.
0: That's a good point. Okay. Um not gonna rule out the Cowboys, Dolphins, Colts does seem like they're out on Tom Brady, probably yeah. going to flip rivers. Yes. but Sean? Sure. Oh, no, yeah. I was I just gonna
3: make bring that exact up. Exact
0: same point I made. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> and then the Bears are on this list, but I'm not sure why. The Broncos weren't listed prior and now they show up at forty to one. That'd be a surprise. L.A. got a with Peyton Manning, man. Ryan, at, you
1: shake your head. No one can see you. I know we're trying to wrap this up. That's why. I didn't want to add. I mean, Debo's trying to get out on time. Well,
2: real, real quick, at the teams that are listed at 40 to 1 odds, who do you guys think would have the best shot? Bears, Broncos, Colts, Cowboys, Dolphins? Colts.
1: I'm
2: going uh, to say Cowboys. Ugh. I'll go Colts, too. I'm surprised they're 40 to 1. That's uh, I know.
3: I I like that from a football fit, it, but it just seems like they're going reverse.
0: I think they know I think they've realized what we've been talking about on the podcast is that if they try to and this is what Tennessee realized too like if you try and chase Tom Brady and you end up missing out and he goes back to New England like maybe it was all a ruse by Belichick and Brady to get the Colts and the Titans to chase Tom Brady so that way they ruined two competitors in the AFC you know like and then Brady goes back to New England they're stuck they can't get Rivers he goes to the I don't know like would that would you put that past Brady
1: and Belichick No we talked about it last time what if Brady just making a documentary for his new production company.
3: I actually sure. really like that idea because of this whole Super Bowl commercial stuff, too. And,
1: and he's
0: he's going back to New England. And he knows it, but he wanted to, like, have, like, like he, like remember the Kirk Cousins did that thing where he, like, he's like, is it the Jets? The Jets want money? The Jets, right, we got, well, Minnesota gave us this. Like, maybe Tom Brady's doing that. And he's, like, ultimately, like, comes down to, like, what do I do? And that's how he announces he's going back to New England. Also, Giselle ain't living in Indianapolis. Indianapolis, I don't know if you know this, a wonderful city. Love it, but it ain't Giselle
2: how,
3: how, how how has it aged over the years, though? Was it as good this past year as it was in years prior?
1: <laughs> I couldn't From the to top rope. <laughs> I couldn't speak to that, Sean. Jesus, Sean, out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> oh, right. No, I, I completely forgot.
1: Yeah, I thought I was
0: purposely set up somebody to do that. I thought it was good. It was but
2: can you see Giselle and the kids living in Tampa Bay, or is that Florida so it's just all amazing?
1: She stays in South Beach, and they just fly for the games. I could see that. All
0: right, let's get out of here. Great show. Ryan Tannehill signed a contract. Lots of implications. And, of course, stay safe out there. Don't listen to Ryan Wilson. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war.